Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the one and only Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? Well, hello, Ben. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday from Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, hello. We- <laughs> I've only watched your show because I know that you were watching it at the same time. <laughs> um... Uh, today we are recapping Real Housewives of Dubai. Before we start that, just a reminder, Monday nights, we got Take a Seat on Spotify Live. Check that out. If you miss it, it's on Spotify uh, on demand there, so you can go listen to old episodes. It's really fun. We talk about Bravo. Bravo shit. You guys talk also. It's a big fun time. Uh, we also have Crappens on Demand. Uh, we had uh, we just, we just did Beverly Hills earlier today, and we're going to do uh, Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip for our second on demand this week. That'll be tomorrow. And also, so with Girl, uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, since that's coming back because it's on Peacock, they start off the season by doing three episodes all at once. So the first episode is going to be our recap is going to be up tomorrow. And then the next two, the next two episodes or so, uh, we're going to put those on or maybe three episodes. I don't know. But we're, we're putting them on Patreon for if you want to have early access to them. And then on July 4th, they'll be on the main feed. So they'll be coming to the main feed. Uh, but if you are really eager, you can also find them on Patreon. So that's how we're going to do that uh, because it's really hard for us to do three recaps plus Southern Charm tomorrow in one day. It's really intense. So uh, that is the plan for this week. We love having you on board. And uh, shall we dive into some Real Housewives of Dubai? Uh, as long as I'm speaking Let's in an Australian accent for no man. good reason. Let's do it. <laughs> so it opens up in... Real Housewives of Dubai, A. <laughs> a. I think this is the episode where I really... Uh, I think I'm like... The first episode, I did not really like Ion that much. I thought she was being very over the top for the cameras. And then I started to grow to enjoy her more and more and more. And now I think I'm officially a fan this episode. Welcome. Welcome to my side of the yard, buddy. Yeah, I was getting there. They hate I was me because there. they are basic. <laughs> I've decided I do not want to be basic. I want to be advanced. So I've become, an, I've become a Chanel fan. Yeah, I like her too. So here's my problem. Okay, Habibi Monocle, the first song, it's a ripoff. Okay, it's a ripoff. And I I was pissed off. Okay, it was, I know you want a big spender, big spender. Yeah, I know you want a big spender, big spender. Excuse me, sir. Have you never heard of a little old place called Broadway? <laughs> the minute you walked in the joint, boom, boom. How dare you take big spender away from us? How dare you? I know. And it was choreographed by. Mob posse. I was like, wow, how much can you guys really rip off now? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're in Albarari. 
uh, which is a neighborhood, and Carolina Surge drive up to look at the site of their new home. It's enormous with this the all these the we it's it's still very early on, but they've got like sort of like a skeleton up, and it's huge. And Caroline's like, insane wealth is in Albarari. Everyone from TV stars, the Prince of Dubai, and evidently Sergio are going to live there. So good luck getting in. And their builder is like, okay, well, here's the elevator shaft. All right. I'm your big yellow table. I'm your big... Oh, look at me. I'm your olive tree, Caroline. I'm your olive tree right now. (laughs) What about the spoon? Be a spoon. Be a spoon right now. Sergio, be a kitchen island. Okay, you get on top of Sergio. You're a spoon on the island. Go. And then these are the doors, the doors where you're going to have that palm, that palm wallpaper, like the Beverly Hills Hotel, a huge terrace. Boys have their own bathrooms. This is the baby's room. And, uh, and Sergio's like very excited. And he's like, oh, he's like, that's going to be Caroline's room. And she goes, no, Sergio, you'll be living in that room. Not me, because you're a baby. You're a baby girl. That's what you are. So we're moving in next summer or what? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to have a baby. His whole thing is like over, you know, brimming over with excitement about this baby. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've really enjoyed traveling with Sergio. I've enjoyed the life we have. I don't know if I want a baby right now. And by right now, I mean ever. Have you seen the other ones that came out of me? Jesus Christ. They won't <laughs> stop with their sweatshirts. They're whining and they know this, know that. Hell no, we're not having a baby. Listen, Sergio, my brand is intelligence. And unfortunately, if I have a baby with you, we're going to be disrupting that brand. Okay. I will not have a stupid baby. Let's be, let's be honest. We're going to have a very stupid baby. Okay. We're going to avoid that at all costs. And he's like, but of course it's going to happen. That's why the, that's why we have a baby room. Oh, please. I've lived in places with an exercise room and that's never happened. So <laughs> false, She's false like, premise. I present as 45 years old. You have to understand that. And Sergio's like, well, but my parents have to be grandparents. The Carallo generation have to keep going, honey. She goes, no one said you're not having a baby. I just said I'm 45, which understandably may be slightly higher than you're normally used to counting to. So I'll give you a moment. I have many, many years to me, Sergio. Unfortunately, no soul, which I believe is required. <laughs> and he's like, um, so are you saying you want to have it right now? No, what I'm saying is that surrogates are a thing, Sergio. He's like, no, I don't want someone else to carry my baby. I don't want a baby that doesn't look like us. Oh, my God. For Christ's sake. <laughs> really? He, you haven't explained to him how, how surrogacy even works? <laughs> Hold on, I've been watching a lot of The Office. Let me turn to the camera and give it a look, like John Krasinski. There, did I do it correctly? Did that land? Like, like get it. I, I get it. I know, I've heard this before from people. Like, I want the baby to look like me. A, yes, you're very pretty. The baby does not need to look like you. And no baby is coming out with Caroline's face anyway. You know, just get <laughs> get a fresh baby from wherever you can, inject it with some fillers, give it a third layer of skin, and you're good to go, for Christ's sake. Yeah, for crying out loud. Uh, I am very sad that he does not understand how circusy works. Um, I'm also sad that they that he that they fell into the trap of um, figuring this out after they got married. Because it's like, you figure this out before you say I do. Okay? Because I, I, I don't like when people are like, when one does not want to have a baby and the other one is like, basically holds the, the marriage, you know, uh, hostage unless there's a baby. Like, that drives me nuts. 
So uh, Caroline is like, if someone else is having the baby, you idiot, it'll be okay. And, <laughs> which, and or <laughs> he's the one who actually says, she says it'll st- he says, it'll be the same. She says, it'll still look like us. And he goes, but if someone else is having the baby? She goes, exactly the same, Sergio. He's like, no, I don't think so. I've been reading about it. I've been reading about it a lot. <laughs> That's uh-huh. the phrase, the catchphrase okay. of the past two years. I've been reading a lot about it. <laughs> so Caroline <laughs> goes, this is where I see the age difference because he is clueless. He thinks two people have sex and a baby comes out. Idiot. What a stupid idiot. The only reason why I'm marrying this guy is so I can mock him on a national platform. That does get me sexually aroused. I won't lie. He has no idea what goes into splitting genes, mixing chromosomes, adding DNA collected from one night stands with royals to make a non-loser baby. <laughs> if I don't have the baby, Sergio won't stay. A fact. Then bye. <laughs> Fine. Then he's not the one for you. Yeah. Goodbye. Exactly. Get that. Ex- that. Thank you for saying that because that's exactly correct. And so she was like, "We're having a baby. Caralo is coming. Baby Caralo." No. Shut I don't. Up. I, no. I think this is all. So then. Um, yeah. Everybody not us. Everybody not us. That's the new song. So Malroy, the realtor, with Caroline Brooks. So they're looking for places for her salon that she wants to open. So it's kind of like a little mini house hunters. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a big fan. I'm going to salons and spas. This is my dream. And I am obsessed. I'm going to be glam central. <laughs> yeah, that's this is her whole thing. She's like, um, like my spa and the salon, it's going to be glam central. And it's got to be done right. Okay. And so she says that there was a gap in the market because there are a lot of spas, but they aren't inclusive. And she talks about the challenges that as a woman of color, that there are lasers that aren't safe for her skin color and treatments that aren't good for her hair. And she basically has to go to 10 different places. She can't just go to one. She wants to do like a one stop does fits all or whatever. And so she's like, every girl in Dubai deserves to look like me. So that's her that's her that's her message. Everyone deserves to look like Caroline Brooks. Yes. So then um, she's talking about how. So they go see another place, and um, she's like, "I will not fail. We need to do this in less than six months." And the producer's like, "But what if it fails?" And she's like, "I never fail. Within a year of leaving my husband, I became a self-made millionaire, which is why that same ex-husband is paying for this business." <laughs> I know. <laughs> Actually, did I mention that? Okay, you might want to cut that out. <laughs> For me, Dubai is the new American dream. Because in Dubai, when you do house hunters, you only go to two places and you already know what you want. Okay? <laughs> um, I'm so sorry to interrupt this recap. Ben, are you recording? Yes, I am. Oh, thank Jesus, because I didn't press the record. Oh, my God, you got me scared. Okay. You got me scared. We would have. Wow. We, could you imagine if um, the audience didn't hear 10 minutes of us saying, Sergio, <laughs> you're an idiot. How would we ever be able to recapture that? <laughs> Moron. <laughs> Sergio, that's not how <sighs> babies are made, you stupid imbecile. God, I love you. <laughs> so then we go to her uh, to Nina and her husband Munaf, and they're kissing, and um, they like do the side kisses. And she's like, "You have to do both sides because this side gets jealous of that side, honey." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, isn't it? I learned that from someone who served French fries. A delicacy. <laughs> I love French fries as much as I love kisses. I'm both cheeks all the time. 
So she goes, my husband is a workaholic. Our date nights that used to be like every Friday night are now twice a month. Sometimes it's easier just to do twice. Sometimes it's just easier to do lunch. If you know what I'm saying. I'm like, no, he's just losing interest in you. I don't think he's. A, I think that's what the workaholic means. I think there are only so many French fry joints he can take you to. <laughs> so Nina, they're throwing a birthday party for Bijan, who is Munaf's partner. And how they're talking about this partner or whatever. And um, then we see a clip of him and he's like, I thought we would fly in the entertainment. And they're like, oh, yes, we're rich. We're flying people in for a birthday party. Oh, rich wealth. And we never, by the way, we never get to see this entertainment as they say they're going to fly in the entertainment. And then later in the episode, it's like, we're flying in musicians from Los Angeles. So I'm just thinking it was going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, train. But we didn't even get that. <laughs> train, exactly. Train. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I was thinking the entire time. I was like, it's going to be train. And they didn't even show us who it was. I was so like upset. Also, I feel like Nina thinks assumes everyone is gonna be as smitten with a Bijan as she is because she's like Bijan has the most amazing parties they always start at six figures he's hilarious he has the best parties guys this is Bijan he's the host I know amazing right isn't it amazing we know Bijan and everyone's like I hate Bijan <laughs> um yeah I know it's like it's nice to see John Lovitz getting work but otherwise <laughs> uh, stop um, forcing your Bijan yeah she's really trying to make yeah, she's really trying to make Bijan happen. Also, she's she's really going thick with this I'm so rich thing, and I'm just not buying it. Like, I get that they're rich, but also we know it's Bitcoin, and we all know what happened to that. So, yep. like, we're currently in um, a completely fucked world with that. So part of it, I'm like, shut up, you two. Because he's like, yeah. well, what we really need to do, honey, is talk about your new car. We need to talk about your Rolls Royce. Because they called and said, you need to place your order because they're going to run out of Rolls Royces, you know. There's only so many Rolls Royces. We need to do this quickly. Yeah, and she explains, well, for my 11th anniversary, he said, we'll keep your Bentley and let me upgrade you. This is why I'm a relatable mommy blogger. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> you want the big phantom? Do you want the ghost? Do you want the SUV? Which one are we going to get? Which one <laughs> is easier to get fries in? Which one fits into the drive through of the McDonald's faster? Well, this is, this is why I have an office with a view of the highway, so we can just look at the cars and choose which one we like the most. <laughs> it's like cars going so on the back of his head the talking, entire time. Yeah, then they're talking about this uh, special license plate, because, as she explains, having a license plate in Dubai, the lower your number, the more desirable it is. People pay millions of dollars to have the lowest amount of numbers on their license plates. Yeah, which Guys, is crazy. There are hungry people in the world. There are hungry fucking people. <laughs> do I need to? Do I need to call Sally Struthers to get her ass to guest on this show? You people are ridiculous. Yeah, there was a there was a they said there was a license plate that just said D five and it sold for thirty three million. Here's what you do: you go to Vermont or anywhere, but I'll say Vermont, and you say I would like a personalized license plate. I'm gonna pay two hundred dollars for something that just says Z. And then you take your car to Dubai and be like, Oh, sorry, this is registered America. Sorry. Then they just have your your single letter from Vermont, and that will and that's the workaround. <laughs> wow, solved it. Solved. Maybe not Vermont. I think the license plates in Vermont are like bright green, so maybe something yeah, that's more. Yeah, like I don't think it works that way, but you know, I'm, I'm in. I love a I love a bargain. 
<laughs> just something that's like, see, you can get a single letter license plate in Vermont too, Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> So Nina says, um, I can never justify spending that much, but if you want to work hard and play hard, who's to say what you can spend your money on? Me. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Just hungry people. You people are fucking disgusting. There. Yeah. Wait to, Feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so now we go to the offices of Mina Zoe, where, uh, where Lisa is with her kids. Her, she made like a little play area in her office. It has, and there's like a rope swingy thing with like leaves on it. And her kid is like uh, playing, her kids are playing and they're like, where's daddy? And she's like, daddy's in the office or something. And they're like, oh, daddy's in the office doing important business. And she's like, well, don't you think mommy does important business? She goes, they're like, no, how is Mina Rowe important? And Lisa's like, well, why is mommy's work not important? But daddy's work is daddy makes the money. (laughs) Jeez. What the hell? Get rid it's of like, those kids. You, you know what you do? You tear down that play area. That's what you do. And you don't yes. get your kid ice when he hits, when a rope gently hits his chin. You don't get him ice, okay? You make yeah. him pay for that comment. I mean, how is spanking looked upon over there? Because that calls for one, a big one. Right. <laughs> so um, the producer's like, okay, well, how much money did you make last year? And she's like, um, let me call Rich. Let me call him. Um, Rich, how much money did Mina Rowe make last year? Yeah, you can't have it both ways. You can't sell mm-hmm. it like, I'm this boss who does everything. I'm all business all the time. And then have to call your husband to ask how much money you made. Come on. You're yeah, it's me. very Drew Sedora. So then um, uh, the kid is, uh, the one of the kids is on that rope swing. And then like it sort of bops him in the chin. So, of course, in true drama queen kid style he just like <laughs> drops off the swing and it's like Aah! and then at which point my dad would and my my parents would both be like ben stop it <laughs> you know but but lisa's like oh my god get some ice and some water help him save him i'm like oh my god you <laughs> you get to let him cry it out yeah, no kidding, especially after he just called you poor and stupid, okay? <laughs> He'd have been hit with that swing by me. I would have picked that, that bottom up and smacked him on the head with it. So um, Rich comes in. He's like, hello, hon. She's like, oh, my God, I can't get work done because I have a playroom in my office. Go figure. <laughs> Boss bitch. Boss bitch. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, so they, they're going to have, like, a talk and about, like, something that she needs to get done. He's like, well, hurry up. I've got a boardroom filling up fast. And and uh, she's like, okay, well, Mina Row traffic has, uh, website traffic has increased since the fashion show. And he, just, he keeps going, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, and so, like, the brand's doing really well. We have a fashion show. Yeah. And hello, hello. Yeah, I'll be right there. Yeah. I'll be right there. I'll be at the meeting in just a moment. Conference meeting. Great, great. Have everyone get some coffee. I'll be right there. All right. I'll be right there. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. She's like, um, hello. Like, you're in a meeting with me. Okay. This is like a Oh, CFO yeah, stuff. you're right. I'm here. Okay. I'm totally here. Hello, hello. Did you get coffee? Did you get coffee? Meeting, meeting, business, business. Mo- oh, is that the sound of money? It's the sound of money. Good job, team. Congratulations. All right, honey. Go ahead. You know what? I've had enough. I'm. You know what? I'm just. I'm just gonna make an executive decision, and I'm just gonna put this into production. How about that? I'm just gonna do that. Um. Hello. Is this Mr. AT and T? I love your service. Let's do some business together. Business, business. 
And he's like, no, you can't do that. Otherwise, you know, like if, if I don't sign and stamp it, it can't be approved. That's the CFO's job. And she's like, that is so patronizing in the worst way. <laughs> it's like, it's not patronizing. It's not patronizing. All right. Listen, I keep you on budget. That's why that swing just fell and hurt our children because you wanted <laughs> to spend too much money. And I said, rope. Use wire. We've got some in the kitchen drawer. <laughs> Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then, um, now we go to... Then there's, like, clips of the various cast members doing things with their family on sort of, like, social media. It's like Caroline doing Sunday Fun Day at some sort of, like, water park, which feels extremely off-brand for her. I'm actually a little concerned that Sergio is ruining Caroline because the Caroline that I know and love would never get onto some inflatable tube and go down a slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. Yeah. So then, I've been living the good life. I've been living the good life. And it um, is 7 p.m., call to prayer. I was like, wow, what a party song to lead us into <laughs> prayer time. <laughs> it's a good transition. So now we have actually a very sweet scene. I think this is the scene where I was like, you know what? I really like Ion. And it's Ion and Chris. And they're just like reflecting on their relationship and like first time they met and everything. And he remembers like the first time he saw her in Mombasa. And she's like, remember all the gold you used to buy for me? All those basic pieces of jewelry you'd get to me? <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> And then she tells us, when we met, I was supposed to marry my cousin. And this is my culture. I was given to him when I was very, very young. And my cousin was so hot, I had no problem with this. But then I met Chris. I really wanted to marry Chris. A man who looks like a potato. (laughs) And gives me gold necklaces. I was very into it. I had a dilemma. Hot or potato? Hot, potato. Hot, potato. (laughs) And uh, he says, I'm so glad you chose me, honey, and I chose you. She's like, oh, uh, because I had to force you to choose me because I asked you to marry me four times. I couldn't live without you. I was like, not without the potato boy. Not without my potato. (laughs) My mom was very upset about it. You know, she thought, you know, we'd already like rented a boat. We'd already, you know, taken pictures of like, look. Hot, hot people fall for hot people. They're going to have hot wedding. Everyone find, come to hot wedding and then they show up and there's potato instead. Very disappointing to the village. She goes, you know how mad my family was? The goats were bought. The rice was made. The neighbors got the free cows. It was all celebration for my wedding. And here I was, gone. <laughs> I thought she had said boat, not goat. That makes more sense. The, the Isn't that funny? Okay. The goats were bought. The, the rice bought. was made. And the neighbors got their free cows. <laughs> hey, that means there was a hot guy available to marry. So, hey. So then yeah. uh, she's like, I've always wanted to be unique. I've always wanted to follow the beat of the beat of the drum. Follow the beat of the drum. Some might even say the drum beat. Period. Mm-hmm. So Chris is like, yeah, I remember when I first met you. And she's like, oh, yeah, you tried to kiss me. And I said, no. But then the next day I showed you my boobies. <laughs> And you reminded me of Van Damme. Van Damme did a, did a movie called Sudden Potato Impact, okay? And I told yeah. this movie, I, I told you this about this movie, right? The first movie I ever saw was Van Damme. So I was like, wow, I wanted to talk to you, but I was shy. And I, then I also realized you do not look anything like Van Damme, but I decided I was going to commit to it. <laughs> um, and he's like, but why didn't you kiss me? And she's like, because my mom told me don't kiss any boy or you will get AIDS. And now I know <laughs> she didn't just want me to kiss anybody. And that's what it was. 
So it actually worked out well that you looked like potato because I said it's actually only a potato, not a boy. She says, "Oh, okay, kiss away." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know I was telling uh, Sarge that you paid for my dowry. You paid my dowry, and he, and she tells us a dowry is very important because parents pay for you. They shelter you. It's like an investment. Nothing is free. We don't do free in my culture. <laughs> and uh, Chris paid a thousand dollars for her. That's what she, that's what she says. And but now the mom loves Chris, and they're also still friends with a hot cousin. So in the end, it all worked out really well. And to make things even better. Ion gets a text message from Nina that's all, it's like all these images of like, it's a party, it's a party, and there's a Bitcoin at the end. <laughs> yes, the Bitcoin at the end. She's like, that's how to end a date. I got invited to a party. <laughs> um, the, with the dowry thing, she, she goes, you paid a thousand? That's very worth. And he goes, yeah, but it's been very expensive since then. Mm. Very expensive. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, good. Okay, so then we go over to Caroline Brooks, and she's getting glammed up and trying to have this, like, deep seat scene with her son, but she's getting her makeup on, and she's, like, forcing him into the scene, right? So she's like, um, I need my hair super straight today. Super. Pumpkin, we're talking about bullying. Go. <laughs> go. Are people still making fun of you on the bus? He's like, oh, it happened once. Okay, so you're bullied and you're devastated. You know what? It's not the end of the world, but it's the end of my world to see you suffering. He's like, I'm not really suffering. Wow. You're suffering so bad. You're in denial. This is terrible. I am shook it. Okay, going out to a party. <laughs> yeah. I really don't want my son to be bullied. All right, I'm leaving, loser. Mommy looks good, right? <laughs> Go have fun in the backyard, which is basically the size of a flagstone. Otherwise, you fall in the water. Enjoy. <laughs> Oh, so then we go to Caroline and St- Caroline Stanberry having lunch with Sarah for lunch, and um, Sarah comes in in like a full winter dress, like long sleeves, you know, the whole thing. And she's like, "Well, I know it's not much of a winter here, but I just wanted that winter vibe, you know." <laughs> Listen, I'm English. This is not winter, okay? You know what I call this? I call it Sergio, a pale imitation of something much better, okay? <laughs> You want to feel cold? Tell my womb it's expected to produce a child soon. All right. <laughs> you want to know what ice is? Look into my eyes. Yeah. Uh, so, so Sarah's like, so how are you? She's like, absolutely shattered. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. I mean, it, this wedding is just turning into such a beast. And um, and then uh, the waiter comes by and asks if she wants any anything like any booze or anything. And we learn that Sarah doesn't drink alcohol, and she's not because just because of traditional and religious reasons, but because in Thailand I had a cocktail with alcohol and I was throwing up. I had diarrhea. I was I I, I committed murder by accident. It was terrible. So many terrible things happened. I'm like, damn, how much alcohol was in that one drink by accident? Oh my god, unfortunately, um the guy from Entourage was there. Oh god, we if we just called the police, everything would have turned out to be fine. But geez, before you know it, like we're all trying to get at each other just to keep this secret. And God just water. Just water for me. <laughs> I got a Ben Affleck tattoo on my back. Not a pe- not a tattoo of Ben Affleck, just the identical one that he got on his back. God, I really have to stay away from booze. <laughs> It's also why I'm always covered up. 
actually. <laughs> and actually, now I think about it, I did get a tattoo of Ben Affleck on the front, too. So it's, a, <laughs> it's bad, both sides. <laughs> so Caroline's like, well, I'm having the most traditional wedding in the world because I'm marrying a Catholic boy. I mean, basically, it's his wedding, not mine. I mean, he's a bridezilla. If he could wear the dress, I'm sure he would. Because he's basically a girl. Let's tell him that tonight. Five times. <laughs> and Sarah's like, uh-huh, I can see you're happy. Like, you can tell these two are just kind of like, <laughs> why are we forced to have lunch together, you know? Yeah. And so Caroline's like, well, he's a unicorn for sure. I mean, he went for a 45-year-old woman with children. And you've met, I'm sure... Looking at you, men, and you've got one child. I mean, look, uh, he was just like baggage, and I really do have baggage. I've got Louis Vuitton luggage. You, on the other hand, I mean, it's nothing. You should be able to find a man, possibly your own age. You know, sorry about that. I did look at, I did call him a unicorn, but you know, good luck to you, darling. (laughs) Have you talked to the waiter? So then Sarah's like... No reason to be lumping around here like a car with three wheels, darling. Someone will wheel you. So Sarah's like, well, even though you're saying in my case it's easy, it's not. A lot of men around the world think a successful woman is a threat. So imagine what they think about a woman who presents as successful, okay? And with a child, I mean, God, it's really, really hard. So she talks about how her second marriage, the guy didn't accept her little boy which is crazy because her little boy is so cute and wonderful and uh then caroline's like enough of your sob story this is boring let's talk about how sergio wants to have a baby and she goes do it no not the answer i was looking for sarah try it again oh god he won't stop so i froze my eggs well the law just changed because when i froze my eggs he wasn't allowed to mix his sperm with them because we weren't married now you can live together and and Sarah's like, oh, and you can have kids without marriage. They're trying to accommodate people's differences and mindsets. <laughs> well, it's quite a step. It's quite a step, guys. <laughs> you have a roommate now. Congrats! One small step for man, one giant leap, and then a tumble on his face for Sergio. Doesn't even know how to walk on a moon, idiot. <laughs> So many Westerners are moving here. And she tells us, Dubai is catching up with the rest of the world so fast. A year ago, you couldn't live with someone if you weren't married. And now I'm walking through a mall in a crop top sweater. (laughs) Well, not really walking, taking a little cart and then telling people afterwards I walked. But we don't have to share that secret with everyone, do we? And so Sarah's like, okay, so the day of the fashion show, why didn't you go to that? She's like, oh, I was... Where was I? And we just get a clip of her in her kitchen popping the champagne. Well, I'm just in this space where I'm not putting myself into anything toxic that's not my own skin. (laughs) (laughs) Or relationship. (laughs) I love Lisa, but I want to be in my love bubble, like Teresa Giudice. I deserve to be me. And I get that you're a peacekeeper and that this fight ruins everyone's vibe, but we'll discuss it at some other time because right now I just don't have space to do that. Understand? <laughs> so it's like, uh, okay, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Now, this has been fun, but I have to go emasculate my husband now. Enjoy. So now it's nighttime, and um, <laughs> there now it's Bijan's birthday party at long last. And ladies and gentlemen... 
not trained. We never find out who it is. So everyone's showing up and a lot of purple. It looks like basically if someone were to redesign Sir, but for Dubai, that's what this party looks like. Yes, it's just Sir lighting. You know, it's totally Vanderpump <laughs> restaurant lighting. And um, things that people really don't need at parties or want at parties. Be, no. Beyond the need. I'm not going to like spend the whole time being like, oh my God, they're so rich. Uh, consumerism. I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> but you guys, no one comes to a, a party to like watch a juggler. You know what I mean? No. Like, what are we, 10? I like, hate who? that. Yeah, what's going on with this party? They're like, look, it's an acrobat. <laughs> Nobody cares. Okay, a, that's why that's why fucking Barnum and Bailey's out of business. They yeah, are, there's right? someone out of yeah they they are I think. Uh, there's like a floating piano. I'm like I'm I I'm gonna get serious. They're out of business. No, there's like a floating uh, piano, and I'm like, uh, I mean I guess I guess that's good for the gram, but like personally, I I'm fine with a terrestrial piano. I'm fine if the piano is yeah. on a stage. On, I'm on a totally fine if a piano is on a ground. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody at that party was like, oh, my God, how did they do that? Yeah. And if anything, it makes me think it's probably um, it's probably a, a worse piano player because I feel like a really good piano player would be like, no, I am on ground. So, you know, it's like a <laughs> shitty piano player. You want to you know, you you play piano in the air? <laughs> Chopsticks long, good. Long, Long Chopsticks. Long is not Long Long is not playing piano in the air. Okay, he's gonna be on a stage. Okay. <laughs> Do I get a pee break, or am I just gonna play chopsticks <laughs> over and over until the party's done? Yeah, last time I checked, Elton John not in the sky. <laughs> um. So she's like, Nina's like, this party cost in the high six figures, and Bijan and his ex-wife planned it. <laughs> And the girls are coming, so I'm going to just sage the place. I'm going to sage it. Well, you know what? Sometimes I use sage, but tonight we're using bijour. I'm going to cleanse the shit out of this environment. They're not going to ruin my party. Great. Way to go. So um, she's, like, really obsessed about how someone else's party is six figures and that she's invited people to it. It's, like, it's just, like, it's not as fun about I think it's more fun to brag about your own wealth. Like, yeah, I'm doing a party out of six figures. You know, when I say fun, I mean for these shows it's more but it's less impressive if you're just if you're invited and then you're inviting someone else to a fancy party that's like less cool. well she helped throw it right or did she not is she just I, acting I mean, like that i can't tell but i mean she's sort of i feel like she's implying that it's her party too but i feel like it's actually just bijan's party but she's attaching herself you know <laughs> yeah but bijan is really the one with like the fire dancer rolodex <laughs> Um, turn it up, turn it up. So the ladies all start arriving, and they're supposed to be wearing masks, but you know, it's wow. it's Real Housewives. Like, who needs that? So <laughs> twenty twenty two, we're not doing masks anymore. Apparently, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about only their upper face. I was like, wow, how refreshing! A party that's Caroline. talking about upper face masks. Uh, I'm sorry, your mask is under your nose right now. You're not doing it right. <laughs> so. <laughs> I went to that party, and even though I wore a mask the entire time, I got COVID. Like, uh... <laughs> you wore it around your eyes, ma'am. <laughs> oh. So, uh, I got Ovid, where I go, oh. So, um, <laughs> that O is contagious. Now I, can, I can't stop walking around my house going, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody starts arriving, and um, Shannon's like, oh, there's a stage. Did you build that for this? She's like, I'm very fancy. 
Bijan loves it. So Brooks come. Everybody just starts gathering, basically. And um, Caroline Stanbury walks in, and Chanel sees her and goes, Oh, what is fun, pleasant night? And there goes the bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to come in and give a straight line. And if she gives a straight lie, I give it back. But if she gives zigzag, zigzag, then we're just going to go zigzag around. And that's it. Basic. <laughs> So let's see. Uh, they Sam share a very kissing cold everybody. Kiss. Yeah, they yeah. share a kiss. Like, hi. And um, Chanel starts talking to Sergio. And she's like, oh, you have glitter on your beard. Hmm. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I do. She's like, oh, actually, I was talking to uh, Caroline. <laughs> your beard has glitter on it. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Okay, so Stanbury is like, um, how, Lisa, how was your fashion show? It looked amazing. So I've heard from people who actually, you know, get the penny saver or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa's like you were missed and Caroline's I'm so sorry I really wanted to be there for you so I could laugh in your face but unfortunately I had to stay home with this one and party train him a little bit longer still hasn't quite got the hang of it it's very unfortunate and Lisa's like oh did you want to be there for me and then we see one day earlier Sarah goes out with Chanel and Lisa and tells them, well, I had lunch with her and she said she didn't want to be around toxicity. And I was like, ooh. So. (laughs) Yeah. Also, why would they deprive us of this, like, juicy scene? Well, not juicy, but like, (laughs) juicy. But like, you know, why not? Like, this is a scene where something actually happens. Someone's gossiping and they don't don't give it to us. Give give us gossip, okay? Yeah. She's like, well, okay. Well, yes, I did say that, but... Honestly, I'm in wedding planning hell, all right? She goes, oh, but you're not planning tonight? She's like, I'm planning every night, Lisa. And I know that you think this was a slight to you, but it's not. It's not. Lisa goes, well, I don't think it was about me, but I feel like you not showing up to my fashion show was in my mind, and I could be wrong, because of your relationship with Chanel. And then we cut to Ion talking to to Sergio, and she goes, so I know right now that you and your wife have, like, 1% 1% of an issue uh, that, I'm sorry, me and your wife have 1% of an issue. And I would like to understand one time, not today, you know, what's going on. He's like, I think you're a beautiful person. You're beautiful. Would you, would you have a baby, by the way, if it doesn't work out with Caroline? <laughs> you are such a beautiful person, a beautiful, fertile person. Am I right? She's <laughs> like, you're beautiful too. Energy never lies. Only basics lie. <laughs> so then Lisa is talking to Stanbury still, and she's like, um, I just feel like your energy with her is your energy with her, and that shouldn't be your energy with me. And she's like, okay, but I feel like you back her blindly. She goes, well, she is my friend, you know, but right is right and wrong is wrong, and I'm going to stand up for right being right when right is right, and if wrong is wrong, I'm going to stand up for wrong being wrong, and nobody's going to change that budget, all right? <laughs> and I'm going to make the decisions on what dresses are made. She's like, we're still talking about this stupid fight. What do you want about? <laughs> Are you installing a rope swing in this party right now? <laughs> so. Why is your son being swung across the ceiling, <laughs> eating fire? Let me show you my child. Okay, does anyone have a brick? Okay, look, I just threw a brick at my child and they're not <laughs> crying. Do better. So, <laughs> Caroline's like, so um, uh, she, Caroline oddly enough, is saying that she is shocked and hurt by Lisa because she thought Lisa was bigger than this and thought all this petty stuff was beneath her. 
which is weird because I feel like Lisa is the one who has a right to be kind of annoyed that Caroline said that she wasn't going to her party because she wanted to avoid a toxic situation, which admittedly Caroline was basically saying, I don't want to deal with Chanel and therefore Lisa should have been down with that because she wouldn't want any fights at her party. But Lisa doesn't necessarily know that. So Caroline owed her a conversation. The point is, I think I'm a little bit more on Lisa's side in this. I am too. Well, Stanberry is always very bad with con- with confrontation. And you're yeah. right. She should have just said, listen, I wanted to come to your party, but I knew it was going to be a big drama because it always is. And last time it was. And I didn't want to ruin another event fighting yep. over something. That's bad. what you said. Like, that's it. You know, that's you're right. I think that she should have just said that. But instead, she's lying and she's saying all this other stuff. And then she's like <laughs> saying it's toxic and all this. So, yeah, I see why Lisa's pissed, too. Yeah, you're and, right. And, um, and it, it actually reminded me of season three of Ladies of London, where Caroline really, there were like many situations where she could have come out on top, but she just fucks it up for herself. She does not just, she's real bad in this, these situations. And she looked like an asshole that entire season. I mean, she Yeah, an and it's another situation where she, the reason she was really upset is she feels that the person she brought onto the show, and I don't know if that's the case with Lisa or not, but in that case, it was uh, Adela. Sophie. Adela. Oh, Adela. Adela. Oh, Sophie. Yes. I forgot about but Adela. Yes, the person sorry. that she brought onto the show is now aligning with the person that doesn't like her. You know? She's like, how dare you? So it seems like that's what she's pissed at, is that her friend is now aligning with her enemy. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Anyway, so... Stanbury is like, well, look, it's just, it was the wedding. That's all it was. And so Lisa's like, okay, we're good. We're good. Um, but I do need to go to the bathroom because I lost my phone. So can somebody go for me? And Chanel's like, I go. Yeah. So she, so Chanel goes, I mean, yeah, Chanel goes off to look for the phone. And then Caroline is like looking at Sergio, who's been this entire time I've been talking to Ion. And she's like, he's such a fucking girl. And he's like, <laughs> Baby, baby, I'm I'm just, I was just, I was just, oh, Sergio fucking loves everybody. It draws me nuts. Quote, unquote, being nice. Quote, unquote, being a good person. Quote, unquote, being polite. What a pathetic sort he is. Yeah. And so um, her friend Michael comes over. He's like, hey, can you believe Caroline thinks she's 43? Am I right? And uh, she's like, oh, God, Michael. Look at it. Look at Sergio. My husband has become one of them. And Lisa's like, "What does that mean? What's them mean?" And he's like, "Come on, honey. Come on, not now." She's like, "No. What's them? I would love to know what them means." She's one of you guys. One of the fabulous people. Because I would want to be on my side if I was him too. And Sergio is like so. He's like trying to be like everything's fine, but he's like hurt and confused. And he's like, hey, "Baby, what am I doing, baby?" Baby, and she goes, <laughs> goes, well, I hope she's going to suck your dick. <laughs> He's like, huh, baby? <laughs> and Lisa's like, um, I won't. And Sergio's like, baby, why would you say that? Baby, baby. And Lisa's like, this girl just asked me if I want to suck her husband's dick. I was like, okay, this <laughs> whole show quite. is going to be people misunderstanding and misquoting each other. You know? I know. Yeah, I was like, I don't think she was asking, but, you know. Yeah, so Lisa's like, well, I know you don't do it at home, but I'm not the one, because Sergio would never go back to you if I was. (laughs) So then, um, now, Chanel returns with the phone, right? 
and she sees that something's wrong, and she's like, well, you know, Sergio and I were just having a heart-to-heart, and Lisa's like, oh, yeah? Well, she said, why are you over there with them? Do you want to suck my husband's dick? Why don't you <laughs> suck it? You're, you're cordially invited to suck my husband's dick, them. <laughs> and I was like, who said that? Are you fucking serious? I am tired of fucking being nice to this bitch. She's so evil. Okay, she's so dark-hearted. And Lisa's like, yeah, I just had a conversation where I said, don't group us together. And that's what she did. And she's like, why would she say that? So now Caroline comes back to the... T- she, Caroline has stepped away because her gay was like, uh, you need to cool down, which you know it's bad when the gay is like, uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is not as fabulous as it's supposed to be. Okay, we're going yeah. to the bar. So they come back while Chanel is saying, I'm done trying with her, seriously. And she goes, oh, is this about me? What now? And Lisa's like, yeah, it is about you. She goes, what did I say? Well, you said that Sergio was over here with them. I didn't say that. I actually didn't say that. <laughs> this is like seven minutes earlier. I know. My husband has become one of them. <laughs> and in case anyone didn't hear me, because this musician from L.A. who shall be unnamed is playing so loudly, let me say it again. Them. T-H-E-M. Them. I never said that. I was just having a heart-to-heart with him. Oh, well, he loves you. Oh, and I love him too, to be honest. But then, if you say that... She's like, I didn't say that. I don't know why you want to stir more shit, Lisa. All right. Lisa's like, um, I didn't. You're the one who just said that. So this is crazy because Caroline is full on like, I don't know what's going on. She is totally like lying and turned the tables. Lisa was not starting to shit. Caroline was the one who said that. And Sarah's like, what the hell? Because Sarah's here now. She's like, what the hell? What's happening? We go from one fight to another. Yeah, Sarah, you're on a reality yeah. show. What do you think you auditioned for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, this is not Masterpiece it's not Survivor. Theater. Yeah. So Lisa's like, um, you said them, and I said don't group us. And Sternberry's like, well, I said that I thought it was very nice, and I didn't understand what our problem is, but you seem to be the one that stirs everything, Lisa. And Lisa's like, you didn't say any of that. <laughs> she literally said none of that. and she's tr- It's the exact opposite. She's like, I thought, when I said, Sergio, you're being a girl, that was a compliment, because you're lovely ladies. And I said, you're being a lovely lady right now and so now you shouldn't even want a baby because you have lady friends in your life that's what i was saying and sergio's like uh baby you want to go over here and talk and walk a little she goes yes because i'm gonna kill some bitches tonight i literally can not (laughs) (laughs) so so lisa's like i mean i just had a nice conversation with her saying listen i like you and you shouldn't like like and you shouldn't like not show up to my fashion show because you have an issue with her but like done whatever and then Nina is, tells us, this is a disaster. When it's good, it's a good time. But when it's bad, I need space. So she walks away <laughs> as if anyone cared. I know, right? So Lisa's like, I mean, she throws a dart and she walks away. Don't come in here acting like you're Queen Bee, bitch. Are you kidding me? I could buy your whole life. <laughs> so then Sergio's like, honey. Let's talk normal, okay? Honey, let's enjoy. Please, honey, come on. You're out here with the big boys, boys, honey. You're tired, okay? You're out with the big boys. You're tired. She goes, keep me away from her. That's all. Just keep me away from her. So they go back to the table, and Chanel's like, I will say something to you. Caroline, I don't have a thing with you. You have a thing with me that I don't understand. She's like, okay, well, maybe it's a miscommunication that I don't understand. But this is ridiculous them it really is 
Yeah, and Chanel's like, well, I feel like everything you've created was through through you to me, and if you actually like, here, let me finish. I'll give you a chance, okay? And so Kellen's like, I didn't invite you to hen night. That's what this is. I didn't invite you to hen night. She goes, no, I wasn't upset that you didn't invite me. I just don't want to be singled out. I'm a very good person, Caroline. Very, very good. I'm not basic, and I have a very hot <laughs> cousin. And I would like to build a relationship with you. And so Brooks is like, um, there it is. Yes, I want a relationship. So she and Sarah start screaming, like, build a relationship. Do it, do it. And then they all start laughing. And they're like, oh, my God, you two just hug. So they do hug. And everybody laughs. And it sort of starts ending on this. Like, So they have this ending. This so cracks me up. Like when they're getting ready, the getting ready montage is so funny. They show Sarah like slow motion spraying perfume on herself and the music's yeah. like perfume perfume ladies and perfume perfume and then we get to this end and they start playing this dark song it's like i'm the crown i'm the queen kingdom come i'm looking forward to moving forward with stanberry and see who she is but it doesn't mean i'm not watching her Kingdom come, crows fly at night. Well, that girl could be nice, or she could be a monster. Darkness kingdoms come. But but then the lyrics go, like, it's talking about being the queen and the crown, but then it goes to, I'm a black sheep, you can try to run, it'll never end, because I've just begun. I'm like, okay, so you're a queen, but you're a black sheep, okay? And then she goes, you'll need a master. Everyone's a jester laughing at the mirror. I'm like, okay, what? Okay, we need to, like, lock down what your role is in this song, because you've given a few different options. (laughs) This musical is 10 seconds, and it's about 20 different things. Like, I need to know what's happening. And they're all dancing in slow-mo, and I'm like, okay, so you realize you've got about uh, 20 seconds left in the episode and you need to stretch this out to get to the the end of your order there, so... Uh. Darkness, kingdom, black sheep, king... Boom! Oh, boom! And they just show different shots of them dancing in slow motion. And Lisa, it ends with Lisa going, I'm happy they made up. However, now that bitch is on my hit list. Black sheep, try to run. <laughs> It was bizarre. But they're trying new things. So, hey, you know. Um, yeah. Um, that was Dubai. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we're back tomorrow with the return of Southern Charm and Girls Trip, the second Girl Trip, Ex-Wives Club, which will be madness. So stay tuned for that. If you're not subscribing already, go ahead and subscribe. Let the episode come to you. And uh, until then, we'll catch you uh, on the next episode. All right? Bye, everyone. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. 
bitches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthews sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She leaves us in stitches. It's Catherine Taylor. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 